0: Welcome to Founders Gyan, where each week we bring you the story of a startup and the founder behind it. This is episode 17 and this week's episode is special because we have the first husband-wife team to be featured together on the show. They are Pramod Punnaluri and Roini Deepti of Kitki.in. That is K-I-T-K-I dot I-N. Kitki is a company that produces educational board games on maths, science and history, and aims to make learning fun as it should be. We had such great fun in producing this show and I hope you enjoy the show. Don't forget to check out the show notes at www.foundersgyan.com ep17 and also the top listened podcasts at foundersgyan.com top. Now let's get on with the show. Pramod and Roini, welcome to the show. I'm super duper excited to have you guys together at the same time. Pramod and Roini are both BITS alumni, and after that, they had pretty much different paths. Pramod was a consultant in various firms, while Roini has had a stint as a business analyst and various design roles before they started KitKi together. But of course, their innings started much earlier as they were married. So, welcome to the show, and thank you both for taking time out of your busy schedules to give your knowledge and wisdom to myself and our listeners. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Thank you, Ram. (laughs) Okay, guys, can you fill in the blanks from my intro uh, to your journey before Kitki?
1: Sure. So, uh, we're both Bitsians, as you mentioned. Uh, Rohini is actually one year junior to me. I did my master's in finance over there. Uh, Rohini did her mechanical engineering and master's in economics. And that's where we actually met uh, as part of the Economics and Finance Association. But after Bits, uh, I, I continued in my uh, own stream. So I did management consulting for a while and then equity research uh, in gurgaon for another couple of years while Rohini was figuring out her, her own passion. And I think uh, she was pretty lucky over there to realize that uh, either economics or mechanical engineering is not her cup of tea and uh, design is what her, where her interest lies. So yeah, that's where she jumped in.
2: Yeah, I, um, I started off working at uh, KPO f- uh, as a business analyst for a year, and uh, I was lucky enough to get a chance to work with a startup uh, as the design lead, and that's when I uh, could actually exploit uh, the true potential of what all I could do in design. So it was uh, over in different kinds of media, it was print, online, web, mobile applications, so by then, I was like pretty confident that, okay, this is what I love to do.
0: Okay, excellent, excellent. Thanks thanks for that, guys. Now, can
1: you tell us a bit more about the origin of kitki and what the name means? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely an interesting story. So, the origin, again, as I mentioned, we don't actually have any kind of background when it comes to education as such. Uh, the only relevant background is probably our own school education. So... This this happened when uh, we were working uh, nonstop. That is, uh, you know, as part of the corporate work culture. Uh, but also, we because of our hobbies and interests, we also used to travel a lot. I, as part of my consulting experience as well, traveled across India, even rural paths. So we had a lot of this interesting exposure to to interesting, really, uh, you know, I should say, real life experiences where where we could see how a lot of things that we would actually learn as part of uh, uh, our classroom experiences. Uh, we, we started seeing how exactly they are relevant when it comes to real life. So that was that was I think a fascinating thought process that's, that began much later like f- after five or six years of work experience, we started seeing things very differently. Uh, and and we realized how had we seen all that, had we been exposed to that kind of real life experiences at a at a younger age, let's say when we were going through our school education, how much of an impact it could have actually created in helping us make better career decisions make us it would have definitely made us a lot more mature in our thought process itself. So having realized that we, we didn't want to just let it be. And we, instead of that's what, instead of letting it be, we decided to start something uh, and let children actually experience it, experience uh, this, this uh, fascinating thing that we realized from real life Uh let them let them actually go out. Let them see how the real world is, and then you know realize where their passions actually lie. So that's why that's why we we I think uh, decided to start Kitki, and uh, and yeah. So what what does it mean? It it basically means a window in Telugu, uh, similar to Kidki in Hindi. Uh, <laughs> but the story behind why a window is that. We think true learning, real learning happens only when the person who's trying to learn is actually interested in learning. So you cannot, you cannot drag attention by force and then make, sh- make him or her learn. So what do you think happens if in a classroom, a child is not interested in listening to a teacher? He looks out of the window probably, right? We're saying we are saying that window that the window where there is a lot of interest, there is a natural interest that the listener or learner shows. But at the same time, we bring through a lot of real life learning through the same window. That's what, that's what KitK is.
0: Okay. Uh, Excellent. So that's, that's a really interesting story. Now I do have one follow-up question to that. Now you already mentioned both of you don't have any experience in the education space. So what, made you guys think yes uh, we can do this there's a market out there uh, for uh, board games uh, for children or or other other learning material for children and we can go ahead and do it Uh, how did you guys get that confidence and belief
1: right so we never really thought we could you know replace existing orthodox form of teaching asset so we 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 never really considered ourselves as uh, as teachers as people who who have enough uh, formal learning in education to actually take up teaching itself. But we knew through a lot of our creative ideas, we could actually enhance the whole te- learning experience. Um, and, and, and yeah, uh, so the big confidence that we had, I think, is because of our creative ideas itself. What do you think?
2: Yeah, so... Um- As you see, when when you see a kid, like in his young years, uh, kids are quite curious to know about things. They want to learn. They want to explore. But uh, our own journey, we somehow realized that uh, it started fading off as we gradually progressed in life. And somewhere it was kind of lost. Like a book books somehow stopped being so exciting. Like they used to be a lot more exciting when we were younger. Things were a lot more exciting when we were learning but as we progressed in life uh, it was a lot more about uh, making choices struggling for it getting good marks somewhere it's all lost and we wanted to do our bit to make learning uh, that much you know fun and that much exciting uh, for everyone
1: yeah in fact that's what that's actually what we uh, aim to do bring back that perception that learning is actually a fascinating experience. Not many realize this, not many kids, not even adults actually realize this until it's too late, probably. Uh, that learning in general itself is such a fascinating experience that you don't need another reason why you should learn. Currently, kids uh, and even parents think that we should learn because we need good marks. Because good marks are what are needed to, you know, get into good colleges, good careers. Uh, all makes sense, definitely. But that is not it. That is not all. Uh, can, learning can be absolutely done only, uh, you know, just just because learning itself is a fascinating experience, as an yeah. Uh, so that's what we think. That's what we are actually trying to do: change the whole perception of learning. So we knew that by adding such interesting and creative ideas that to you know the regular learning process itself, we could we could bring uh, bring the change at, a, at a, even at a tiny level. Uh, so that that was uh, a lot of confidence in itself, uh, and and because of the passion that we had, uh, that just pushed us uh, at the last at the last minute at the last mile.
0: Okay. Excellent now for uh budding listeners uh, out there can you tell us uh, what they can do to kind of uh, replicate your thought process and come up uh, with a winning
1: idea uh, <laughs> there's no there's no structure to this thought process i i, I as an um, i would say the what what made us start KitKey is is probably an experience of over 5 years uh, out, of, out of which we ended up deciding that, yeah, this is something that we need to do. This is something that uh, the, that our society needs. And that passion is what pushed us and, you know, threw us into this um, uh, entrepreneurial journey. But uh, uh, so as such, there's no structure that I think I could I could share. But then I would definitely like to highlight over here that chain of passion as such. That makes a lot of difference if you have that kind of uh, a passion which drives you to do what you want to do, what you love doing, then that makes all the difference. Uh, that alone answers so many questions like uh, how, how would you face a lot of challenges? How would you work out your cash flows? How would you uh, you know, answer a lot of uh, relevant stakeholders like, let's say, your family? Uh, it, it, that, that one thing alone, I think... Uh, can actually uh, answer a lot of these challenges, and which which is what has happened with us. That is what has been driving us uh, all the way through since last three years, I think.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So in my case, when I was working uh, at a corporate, uh, I always had this question of, like, how do I balance my work and personal life? And I always struggled. I, I never could do justice to either of them. So... One of the reasons, one of the things uh, that was in my mind when I was quitting my job was, you know, it should be a perfect life. Work should be at its place and, you know, personal life should it be at its place. Everything should be good and happy. But after we started, what I realized is um, there's, there's nothing like a work-life balance for us. Like for us, work is our life. Like we just love what we are doing. And, you know, yeah, we just love, I mean, there's no there's no line between it like we we just love what we are doing and that is our life we can't think about you know secluding this from our lifestyle yeah and, and it's not it because
1: it's not because there is too much work to do or anything it's just because we like it uh we're just passionate about doing it so we can keep doing it uh all day 24 7 let's say yeah so that passion is what makes a difference
0: okay that's 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 really brilliant uh i i really like it and kind of can uh, kind of identify with that uh, because when I started my podcasting you know like I work seven days a week sometimes I don't work two three days uh, when I don't have much work so uh, I I kind of understand and can relate to uh, when you're saying that uh, when you started especially with uh, with you because what you say resonates uh, very much with me you you, uh, when you started on your own you thought uh, you could uh, work You could separate work and personal life, but then you realize that, you know, there's no such separation. Once you enjoy what you're doing, uh, then it all becomes one big uh, blurry line, this no line. So I I can relate to that. So thanks for sharing that. Now, let's talk about uh, ideation to creation. So you, let's say you had an idea and you took some steps to make it into a reality uh, similarly, uh, some of our listeners out there might have a good idea. Maybe they're passionate about something. What should they do in order to translate that idea into a reality?
1: Okay, I think uh, it's it could be useful over here if we can share a bit about our journey as to how exactly our idea translated into this uh, reality, as in this product that we currently have. So we started uh, initially not by doing what we are currently doing. We started by we wanted to do a lot of experiential learning workshops and uh, field visits for kids so that they could actually do hands-on activities and go out there, figure out how exactly what they are learning in the classroom is actually applied in real life, get get to the context of it and, and realize why they are learning what they are learning. So we wanted to do all of that, as I said, with all the passion that we had Right. We just we just wanted to do everything uh, in this fashion. So we partnered with schools um, and then started pitching about our dream. Exactly. Right. Uh, And and what we realized in the process, we actually did a lot of workshops, a lot of these field visits uh, because of a few contacts that we had at schools who were uh, kind enough to allow us to do this. But then we realized in the process that. The market is still not ready for that kind of a radical approach. Uh, schools and ev- everyone in general in the education system is are, are still comfortable with the orthodox form of of learning. They don't want to make too many changes, not at, at least not radical changes to the to the way things happen. So so it was it was a very big issue for us to convince the the big stakeholders in the process to take this up in a very big way, but. While we were doing all these workshops, we, as part of these workshops, we, you know, uh, unknowingly actually, we started applying a lot of interesting game mechanics to bring some interest in kids to participate in the workshops, and that actually was a very big uh, breakthrough for us. We we started realizing how effective games can be when it comes to learning as a a learning process wherein. Normally, a child has to be forced to participate is now coming over with all active thoughts uh, and wants to participate. He, he is, you know, now uh, making sure he knows everything, he or she knows everything to be able to participate in this learning process in an active way. That is a change that just games, you know, regular games that uh, we all love to play. Simple games, but then can make such a big difference, right, in a classroom. So that's 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 what uh, was the big hint for us to to take the plunge and to take the uh, to take the whole model into a slightly different direction. And and yeah, so we decided to start working on these uh, interesting board games because that's what we love doing. Uh, as and we love we love playing board games as a hobby itself. So so we took it up uh, with all interest and uh, excitement and we started working on them and and immediately like within a few weeks we knew uh, the the potential of uh, this kind of a product in the market we knew how effective these could be both in terms of learning plus fun uh, and yeah so that's that's how we ended up doing what we are what we are doing and uh, and coming back to uh, your original question how, how how should people take it up I think ideas um, and the end result, the reality, can still be significantly different. Uh, this the, the idea goes through several stages of of testing and reality checks. That in the end, the product is could could actually result to be something else. Um, but then, that's that's where the fun lies. I think in this entrepreneurial journey, uh, you're figuring out how exactly you can you can you know channelize your idea into the market. I think. Uh, that's a beautiful journey in itself so so yeah uh, this that was our journey I think people need to just go ahead with that idea try talk to people uh, who are relevant to that idea test it out see what they say make changes come back with a new idea that's that's how it happens
0: okay excellent now let me just ask a bit of a personal question and I will let uh, Roini have the first first answer to this so <laughs> How is the chemistry between you guys when it comes to work? And uh, how do you ensure disagreements over work do not spill into your personal relationship and vice versa? Actually,
2: uh, there's there's not much difference in, you know, the way we work um, in office, like at Kitki and at home. It's almost the same. Like uh, something is priority. It's priority for both of us. Like if there's something that I need to do, he will make sure that I get to do and he takes over other work. Like it could be simple things like, like now currently we work from home and uh, uh, say tomorrow there's an event and I need to make an uh, urgent video posters or whatever branding that needs to be done. And and I'm like loaded with work. So he will just take up the task of cooking for the day, uh, making sure everything else is going fine so that I complete my task. So I think it's the kind of people we are, the personalities, uh, they just match. Like there's a clear line as to who does what. And uh, I I don't think um, we had significant arguments other than, you know, um, uh, in terms of, uh, say, while playing games or what are the game ideas, I always um, try uh, ending up to make the games a lot more competitive. But... Otherwise, I don't think uh, we have many clashes, you know, when we are actually working.
0: Okay. So, Pramod, uh, short and sweet answer, Pramod does the cooking, cooking is it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does the cooking.
0: <laughs> only, only on the days when you are, uh, you know,
1: busy with other work, right? Uh,
2: not here, uh, Not really. I mean, it could also be like days when, you know, hey, I'm not in a mood. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah so we yeah that that's one thing that we like doing we like cooking uh it it definitely is a very good stress buster for us we just uh look for a very interesting uh recipe online and then start doing it yeah
0: okay cool
1: now is there a daily ritual that
0: you follow that helps you be productive can you share this with me and our listeners
1: (laughs) yeah this is a tough one i um honestly i don't think there is a, a very straightforward daily ritual that we follow uh, but then, uh, we clearly understand how, how things can become way more productive and efficient when you actually follow a certain, uh, structure to what we do every day. So we actually tried out things like, you know, uh, filling out timesheets itself, uh, even if it is just the two of us who are filling these timesheets, <laughs> uh, we thought it could actually make sense. It could actually, you know, put us, put, put us through that thought process of what exactly are we doing during our, in our, in our day. Uh, but somehow, you know, in this whole uh, hangama of uh, doing everything, uh, finishing things up in a, in a, in a quick pace, uh, you end up not fulfilling these timesheets for, for a few days. And after you get into that habit the whole process is lost so we knew uh, again as part of our overall philosophy itself uh, we we as as we said learning cannot be forced right similar to that even any of these uh, processes cannot be forced uh, the process have to be part of your regular activity so uh, so that's where we stopped doing those timesheets. Uh, but i th- i still think uh, a lot of Uh, to-dos I think make a lot of difference to-dos not just for yourself but share those to-dos with uh, with your teammates so that everyone knows what exactly you're working on and how and how far you've come in the in the process that's what I think uh, helps us as well a lot of times we don't do it every day but whenever we are uh, stressed out and in in peak situations we definitely make sure we have a list uh, to work with
0: okay excellent Um, now can you tell us something about yourself that is not commonly known (laughs)
1: <laughs> so uh, let's any start
2: uh, I'll talk about Pramod like he runs <laughs> a lot <laughs> so he actually keeps participating in these uh, half marathons, full marathons and um, I think that also helps uh, in relieving the kind of stress we go through at times um, so probably that's what actually helps us you know not keep fighting a lot <laughs> and keep going on <laughs> with all the stress going around <laughs>
1: promote your turn something (laughs) about Rohini (laughs) Uh, I I don't think uh, uh, I think Rohini is a a champion when it comes to designing Uh, and that's clear from from what we have as a product right but then um, there's a slight overlap with another thing that she does she's not able to do it these days but she's actually a professional wedding photographer as well so she (laughs) <laughs> so, so she is she is one of those who 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 can actually you know carry heavy cameras around her neck and stand and sit and in do all kinds of postures in a in a in a wedding shoot. As in, it's it's a strenuous job, but then yeah, she does it brilliantly well. There are only few, I think, uh, lucky uh, clients, uh, a okay, few actually became her clients, but. Uh, but yeah, they really know how well she can click. And that actually is something that we make use of at KitKi as well. So all product photo shoots, all video shoots that we end up doing are all internal again. So we don't have to go out. And yeah,
2: now you know why he does the cooking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, great.
0: That's, that's really great. I, I, I like, like your answers. Uh, you didn't answer for yourself. You answered for each other. That's, that's brilliant. Uh, now, given that uh, there's a lot of pressure in startups, where do you personally get your inspiration from?
1: I think uh, most of it comes from the passion itself uh, to, to change uh, the way the whole education is perceived, the whole learning is perceived. So that passion is what keeps us driving. As in, uh, we started two and a half years ago, we, I- I- even till date, we actually didn't get any salary, as in, we didn't, get, of course, give any salary to ourselves. So how, do, how, do we, how did we still kept us going through this whole struggle? uh i I think the honest answer is that this passion is what that keeps us driving uh sometimes there of course are a lot of interesting movies that we watch which gives us that that just a bit of nudge uh when we are done to make sure we we pick it pick things up in a in a excited way again and and work them work on them
0: okay great so uh what was the last uh, movie that you watched or <laughs> yeah
1: i think th- I think yeah, one of the last ones I think uh, that I uh, that I saw again, and then the way I saw it actually was very different this time. So have you? Ha- we we love animation movies, both of us. Yeah, we
2: love animation,
1: <laughs> uh, and and we love this movie called Monsters University. So it's a it's a kind of a prequel to Monsters Inc. Um, yeah, yeah, I've seen the movie. So we, so this time when I saw it, uh, uh, it just changed. Uh, as in, it it, it didn't. Uh, I think the impact that it had in terms of, you know, go-getting uh, was amazing. Uh, you, uh, Mike and Sully, who who were kids and part of this university, are trying to get to uh, become this uh, the scariest monsters, right? That's the whole story. But then that's not how it goes in the movie. These guys are actually, they end up being the biggest losers. They actually are thrown out of the college. They still end up working for the Monsters, Inc., but not as as monsters. They end up working the in mail the mailroom, yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, it's it's right. it's amazing how they how passionately they take that up. They decide to be the best, even if it is the mailroom. They decide to be the best, and that's where they start working from, and crawl all the way to you know becoming the the scariest monsters on the on the floor. Yeah, uh, it's amazing. As in the way they think, the thought process. I think it's extremely inspiring.
0: Yeah, yeah, agreed. And I think there's a lot uh, for uh, uh, budding founders and entrepreneurs to learn from such movies also. Uh, I would I would definitely say say that. Now, uh, we are almost uh, three-fourths of the way through. We have a few more questions left. So, can you tell us about an extreme low point in your business and how you managed to overcome it and the lessons you learned from that experience?
1: Yeah, I think uh, one of the recent uh, experiences, I think, stand out as low points. So... Uh, one of the biggest challenges that we are facing currently is discovery. So we have come up with these really amazing products, as in fascinating board games uh, that are some of, that are that can actually beat some of the best board games uh, that we would have played, but at the same time have a fascinating learning experience uh, that is embedded into the whole game itself. But then the problem is not many people know about Kitkey yet. Not many people know about these games. So that discovery is still lagging. And until that happens, you won't see a clear spike in sales. So so that discovery is one thing that we've been struggling uh, to figure out. Uh, we tried all kinds of possible things online. We tried all kinds, as in the normal traditional uh, approaches to something that we do are either to go to schools or try selling them online just like any other game on Amazon or Flipkart or all these platforms or put it up at toy stores right now uh, the problem is we did all these and we actually didn't get any good response uh, everyone appreciates these a lot but then when it comes to the you know uh, sales and volumes uh, it, it, there's no direct uh, repre- reflection so so uh, what we decided to do Uh, at that point of time, which is which is actually the biggest, the, probably the most recent lowest point that we had, uh, was to take it the hard way, uh, instead of trying some of the easiest approaches that everyone talks about, we decided to actually go out to parents. So we are now, you know, uh, reaching out to these guys wherever they are. So we are going to schools uh, and putting up stalls during parent-teacher meetings so that parents come across these stalls, come over, talk to us, see how exactly these games are and realize how how good they actually are. So we are doing it's a it's a very tough thing talking to uh, schools getting permissions to you know put up these stalls and then standing over there constantly for several hours and pitching to parents
2: sometimes no food
1: (laughs) with sometimes no food with back pains and everything
2: yeah it's it's
1: a very tough thing to do very hard thing to do Uh, but then that uh, was a big breakthrough when we decided to actually go ahead and try that we knew we actually had an answer in our hand. Uh, It was, it was amazing response. We actually, it's not just, we, we wanted to try and solve the discovery uh, problem. Uh, So we were looking at a lot of marketing, but we actually also did a lot of sales in the process as well. So we know what we need to do now. So uh, I think the, the best thing for any uh, founder or any entrepreneur as such, when you have such challenges, uh, Keep trying. I'm sure you'll figure out one or other way out. But don't lose hope. You just just go out there and keep trying something.
0: Okay, okay, that's 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 great and and inspirational to know. So so these stalls, etc. You've be you're seeing a positive response, right? And you think this might be the key uh, for you going forward. Is, yeah. is that correct? yes? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay. Now, what is the best advice you have received?
1: So uh, we. Uh, we have a mentor uh, our batchmate from bits actually who's now part of uh, he actually leads growth at uh, oyo rooms uh, by his name is kavikrut so uh, he is the one who actually helps us with a lot of business style thinking as such which we don't naturally have we are we are still uh, fairly uh, honest humble folk uh, who who just love creating board games that's what we are Uh, but then uh, when you're trying to create a business you need to start thinking uh, from a business angle as well you need to start structuring things and then uh, know how to solve a lot of interesting challenges so that's what Kavi actually helps us with and one thing that he's uh, definitely helped us with in through this whole journey of ours is 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 that big thing you know to to not just sit Plan, think, keep improving your product. That that definitely helps the product, but uh, in the longer run, uh, you're still wasting a lot of time with whatever you have. Go out there, test it out, and then figure out what you can do to improve it. And that's what we actually tried doing with one of our games. So when we actually design, started designing these games instead of waiting all the way till actually uh, you know to complete the design to manufacture, even manufacturing. Involves scale, right? Uh, you can't do just a couple of boxes and see how it works. You need a scale of, let's say, a thousand bo- games at least to bring the cost down. So we couldn't, we couldn't go all the way and then decide how things work. So what we did was, we, as soon as we we finalized one of the game concepts, we put it up on this international platform called Indiegogo. Have you heard of it? Yeah, yeah, something like uh, Kickstarter, right? Yeah, right, a exactly. crowdfunding portal. Yeah, so we put up, put up the concept over there as a project saying, hey guys, we this is what we're working on. Uh, if you think it's an interesting game, uh, pre-order the game now so that we can use the funds that we man- uh, gather over here to start manufacturing the game itself. Uh, so that turned out uh, amazing we were very skeptical at that stage a lot of thoughts like uh, why indiegogo why not something in india uh, does it make sense at all to you know uh, put 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 it up for pre-orders with very little actual prototypes in place a lot of these thoughts come up but then we ended up doing it we decided to go ahead and do it
2: we just jumped into it
1: <laughs> yeah and 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 of course it was still hard it's it's a very tough journey that you have to go through but at the end when we actually ended up receiving so many orders from like 15 different countries, we immediately knew we were onto something. We immediately knew that it's not just a concept that we love, but everyone loves, not just in India. The market is all over. And we knew that scale is not is not going to be an issue at all. So so a lot of things actually got answered through that one jump that we ended up doing. So yeah, go ahead. Uh, go out there, try it. And then you'll know.
0: Okay, that that's, that's a very interesting story. But can you tell me... In- one line, what what was the advice that your mentor gave you? Because the question was, what is the best advice you have received? Yeah, do it. Do it. Okay, great. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, what is the future of KitKey? And uh, obviously, I think uh, the listeners will be able to buy the games at uh, kitkey.com, right?
1: Dot in. Yeah, kitkey. Dot
0: in. Okay, dot in. Sorry. Okay. And what, what,
1: is, what is the
0: future of KitKey that uh, you guys envision?
1: So, we know... From, from the market, uh, we know we have a very unique product in hand. Uh, it's not just uh, the game as such. Currently, when you think of an educational product, whenever you go to an online store or toy stores, what you end up finding are either puzzles or quizzes or activity kits, which don't actually have a long you know shelf life. Once a kid purchases it, uh, and once they know how the jigsaw puzzle works, there's no reason for the kid to go back to it and play the whole thing again. Similar with activity kits or uh, even quizzes, right? Uh, and we know that these games are just like other games and kids can play them repeatedly again and again and again. And each time they play, there's something new that they learn. So, uh, and even from the quality standpoint, these games stand significantly out. Even let's say monopoly that it gets manufactured in India doesn't even come close to the quality that we end up manufacturing. So quality from manufacturing and quality from the gameplay standpoint as well, these are things that really help us stand out. And we know together with all of these and our skill to create more such games, we know we have a fantastic recipe to actually become the most recognized brand in India when it comes to educational products like educational toys or games. And uh, we are looking at becoming that, let, let's say, within the next two to three years. And that's not going to stop us either. We are actually looking at a international market. So the next step is, is covering the world.
0: Okay, excellent. And uh, good luck with that. Now, uh, KitKi is about two and a half years old, if uh, my calculation is right. Uh, you yep, started in yep. March 2013. So,
1: Yes. Yeah,
0: math based- is good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I just went into your LinkedIn profile. <laughs> 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 so based on your journey so far, uh, what would you do different had you started this venture today?
1: Yeah, I think uh, uh, we would have uh, had our ears wide open. We would have in, got literally elephant's ears put up.
2: We would listen, like we would start noticing uh, feedback.
1: Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of difference. Uh, a lot of times uh, we we keep our ideas and thoughts and and what we want to do very close to our heart. And whenever someone says that may not work, uh, we become very defensive as uh, that's that's natural as entrepreneurs uh, and it's good as well to a certain extent you keep you should definitely keep trying what you're trying to do uh, but then you should also make sure you're understanding what the market is saying and take those subtle hints and so what we would have done differently is the first time or let's say even if not the first time the the fifth school that we would have spoken to who would have said um maybe we would have immediately started thinking about pivoting the model from uh, right there.
0: Okay, okay, excellent. Now, are there any books or resources that you can recommend for our budding entrepreneurs?
1: Yeah, we're not big readers. I think uh, you're not going to get a lot of resources from us. There's definitely one book, I think uh, one of our good friends suggested, uh, which is related to selling because that's what we are struggling with, right? Um, it's called Predictable Revenue by by Aaron Ross. Uh, it's a very interesting book yeah, i am I'm still going through it but uh, i think it 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 makes you think very interestingly about how to how to organize and structure your whole sales thought process and stuff you know uh, keeping it random i think that's one interesting book i came across recently
0: okay and uh, roini could you suggest something uh, from a graphic or a design point of view any any tools or resources that you use that people may not have heard of
2: Personally, I would say it's not about the software. It's uh, basically about what you do with the software. So <laughs> if you you got to see um what what are the successive uh, what are the successful things that people do in the market? If if someone's done a video or if someone's done a poster, if something is doing well on social media or on TV or um, some ad is working well, some hoarding is working well. Um, you got to see what is it. That, what is that one thing uh, that is working in it try to identify it try to learn something from it I constantly keep uh, looking at uh, uh, for looking at things which other people do and work well on social media I'm like most of my time on Facebook but for different reasons like I, <laughs> That's work. yeah it's like it's it's my work like I keep doing um, I keep checking uh, wedding films I see how they shoot I keep checking how different products on on uh, um e-com portals are placed which are the things that get maximum number of clicks um you put po- like there are a lot of groups on facebook you post something what is the response someone else posted something they got a better response how did that work is it the language is it the image what is it that is uh, that they have done differently so i think the best way to do it is uh, see. What are the things that are working in the market? Keep following them. Keep identifying them and trying to incorporate in yours. Be very experimental in what you do. Like we keep doing one video a week. We keep posting them and seeing what works, what uh, what doesn't. Like a simple example is like uh, if you do an amazing poster talking about the product. uh, Somehow, you know, we never figured out why it works. But uh, whenever there's a personal touch to something that you post on social media, it works. Like if it is, it's a beautiful image, it's a beautiful message, but it might not work sometimes. Uh, there should be something that um, that comes out as a differentiating thing from you, like your personal touch. That's when, you know, it becomes noticeable. It could be uh, your own, it could be like um, your own magical touch to something which makes it different and might work in in that whole pool of social media
0: okay okay excellent excellent that's that's really great uh, thanks thanks for that now uh, i just have one final question but before we we move on to that uh, how can our listeners get in touch with you are you active on linkedin twitter uh, do you have a blog what's the best way to reach out to uh, each of you personally
2: so we are very active on uh, facebook uh, our facebook and twitter handles are open kitki O-P-E-N-K-I-T-K-I. And uh, both of us are on LinkedIn. We have a company profile on LinkedIn. But uh, I would say the best way is to approach to Facebook. We have People can also ping us on our website, which is kitkey.in. We have our numbers, email IDs, everything out there. So, yeah.
1: No, in fact, the best way is actually to go to Amazon, Flipkart, Snapdate, or Kitkey and buy one <laughs> of our games.
2: Yeah. And review.
1: <laughs>
0: do Do you have like contact details in the games? Yeah, if yes, people we want do. To. We do everything. Okay, okay, brilliant, brilliant. So yeah, hopefully, people buy the games first before contacting you. Uh, that would be <laughs> better. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so I I just have one final question. So before we move on to that, I just want to take the time to acknowledge and thank you both for sharing your knowledge to myself and our listeners. I'm also very grateful for the value you are adding into this uh, world, uh, and especially to uh, young young kids. Uh, I, I myself have a personally uh, I've seen this. I have a four and a half year old kid, and it's a pain and a struggle uh, every time <laughs> she's on vacation now. So that's lucky, but <laughs> otherwise, every day it's a struggle. So I, I I can see the value of the thing that you're doing to this world. So uh, so uh, I I really appreciate that. And with that, we'll move on to the final question. So, if there is one gyan that you could give our would-be founders, what would that be?
1: I think, uh, at the risk of repeating uh, this thing a few times, I think uh, it, it's it's just do it. You have to you have to go out there and do things. A lot of times, we try and get to perfection by spending a lot and lot and lots of time. But then what's also very important is the market reaction. You have to just go out there and do it.
0: Okay, brilliant. Roini, do you have anything different to add or would you agree with uh, what Pramod says?
2: I would totally agree with Pramod. Like, uh, a lot of times uh, we try to keep making the product so perfect before we release it. And uh, after all that effort, what we realize is we haven't done enough testing uh, out there and... Uh, we might just totally get it wrong. I mean, if you just go out, try it, do it, you might end up saving a lot of time.
0: Okay. Brilliant. So, thank you so much Pramod and Roini, for your time and it was a real pleasure chatting with you and I wish you all the continued success in your venture. Thank you.
1: Thank you. And thank
2: you the
0: so same much, too. Ram. There you have it, folks. Another great startup and story. I hope you found this episode interesting and useful. Do subscribe to the show via iTunes or RSS and please do leave a review if you found it good. Also, share this with your friends. The more people that hear these inspiring stories, the more chances of them learning useful tips and tricks to succeed in the startup world. The show notes page is www.foundersgyan.com ep17 which has nifty icons to share the show across various social media. I'll see you all next week with another great startup and story. Till then, you know what the show is meant to do. I do hope you got inspired and take action today. Thank you for tuning in and have a great day.